Welcome, everybody. This is a live presentation of the 4680 Structural Pack, part one of a few number of episodes. I don't know how many yet. And if you want to follow along the presentation, you have the bit.ly uh, link at the top of the page. Uh, you can click there and follow along with us. If you have questions, be sure to join uh, to, to call in at that time. Probably a lot of people have the same questions. Uh, no questions are stupid. Uh, so yeah, feel free to, to call in at any time. And we're about to get started. Is everybody pumped? Jessica, Amy, Sawyer. Absolutely. Thank yeah, you so no, much, Alex. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be, hopefully it'll be fun. That's what I'm hoping. Okay. So like I was mentioning, uh, just to, as we were waiting for the room to fill up, uh, there's a, like a few basics. So like the first five five to 10 minutes of this presentation might be a bit boring to somebody because they already know this, but I feel like it's important to cover this because as we're progressing, this will be important. Uh, just it's, I'm not going into the physics of it. I'm just, you know, the very, very basics. And Jessica is going to be my guinea pig. So I'm just going to uncover the next part of the screen and we're going to start. So here we go. So I'm going to zoom in. And okay, do you see this, Jessica? Can you get your point over here? So I know you're, you're following yes. along. Yeah. So a simple battery. And for sake of this example, we'll, we'll say that this, this battery is 2 volts and 10 amp hours. You don't even need, have to know what those means, but mm -hmm. one, I think you, we all know what voltage is. And amp hours is the electrical charge of the battery. Now, do you know like where the positive side of this battery is? Um, of this yeah, this battery. particular battery, like uh, Duracell. That's a good question. Like I always mix it up. It's either on top or on the bottom. That's fine. So, <laughs> yes. Yes, Amy is whispering the answers to you. It's fine. So, of course, this is the positive, which is called the cathode. And this at the bottom that we don't see, but there's a metallic part that's flat without that little nipple, is called the negative side. So we know that there's a polarity to batteries, okay. positive and negative. Each battery must have those two poles. Does that make sense? Yes. And I, I just want to make clear that the audience knows that I am not... An engineer. No, you're not. And yes, and that's why I chose you because <laughs> I wanted somebody who probably doesn't know this stuff to make sure that my explanations make sense. And it's very basic. So yes. what we're trying here, there's like two concepts we're trying to solve is connecting batteries in series versus connecting batteries in parallel. And there's basically two, two concepts mm -hmm. I want people to, to just remember from this. If you're connecting batteries in series, you're adding up the voltages. And if you're connecting them into parallel, you're adding up the electrical charge. That's the only thing I want you to remember from, from this whole thing. So it's not very complicated. And let's try with an example here. So I'll just move this a little bit. And let's zoom out. I'll zoom out a little bit. Okay, so we have like three batteries here. So let's say... I connect them in such a way. So let's connect this to this. 
let's connect this this one to this one and let's take it here on top mm -hmm. this and let me whoops little boo-boo here let me zoom out a little bit more yeah so, so you create like so if i connect them like this if, if the red lines are like wires like can you do you have an intuition where the positive and the negative is mm -hmm. on this circuit on, on this arrangement i mean you already mentioned that the positive is on the top okay so right? if i connect here. here would be the positive on top the wire coming out right and negative would be mm -hmm. here at the bottom this is called a serial yep. connection and what you have to remember about serial connection and you can use anything like stacking them up is basically positive connects like if i take this battery here connects to negative and positive connects to negative so this becomes like you can replace this with a a battery that has a positive and a negative even if there's three in them it's still positive when positive connects to negative opposites to each other it's a serial connection and if you remember, I said, what do we do when it's, it's in series? We add the voltages. That's the only operation you can do is add the voltages. So if I ask you, what's the voltage of this, this arrangement, what would you say? Yep. Exactly. So this is six, six volts. volts. Perfect. I hope this is making sense to everybody. If, if it's not... Uh, just, you know, call in and we'll, we'll sort this out. So here I have another arrangement of five batteries. Now, do you have an intuition where the positive and the negative of this cir circuit is? Well, the positive is on top and the negative yes. is on the bottom. And of course, if I had flipped the image upside down, you would have said the opposite, right? It's not because you think positive is top and negative is bottom. It's just because you're seeing the nipples. No, yeah, the, the, the nipples. So yeah. here is positive, yeah. here is negative. Now, if you, if you see, like we're connecting positive to positive here, right? And we're connecting negative to negative to negative. So this is the opposite of what we were doing before. Before we were connecting a positive to a negative or a negative to a mm -hmm. positive. So this is called parallel. Okay, and what did I say about okay. parallel? What's the operation you can do on parallel? Um, you add all the, uh, the ampere. Hours, right? Yes, the electric charge we add them up. So, how much? How What's the amp hour of this setup? Well, I would say fifty. Fifty amp hours, and you would be correct. Now, if I ask you, what's the voltage of this arrangement? What would? That's a tricky question. This this one so, here. I would. Well, <laughs> I can either say it you, stays at two volts. You, you would be correct. Yeah. Thank <laughs> so, you, <Amy>. Yes. <laughs> so like two volts. And this one, what would be the electric charge of this circuit? The one that was at six volts? How many amp hours do I have in this setup? Well, here I would say it's still 10. Exactly. Amp hours. Because like I said, when you connect in series, the only operation you're allowed to do and you must do is add the voltages. And when you're in parallel, the only operation you must do 
and can do is add the electric charge. So now let's make it a little bit more complicated to finish up this exercise. Oh gosh. Amy, you're still here, right? <laughs> yep, I'm holding your hand, Jess. Okay, so like, how do you break this down, for example? How, Jess, how do you break this down? What, what do you see here? Wait, let me take a look. Let's start where we started. Where's the positive? Where's the negative? Well, the positive is where the nipple is. That's what we learned. Yes. And so it may, intuition would tell you that this is the, the, the positive, the cathode, and this is the anode of, of, of this arrangement, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you, you can break it down any way you want, but you, you can see that here we have the, pretty much the same arrangement we looked at before, right? We're connecting like positives to positives and we're connecting negatives to negatives here, right? Right, so we create a group of five and now we are grouping the groups, I, I assume? Yes, so like just for nomenclature, like this here is called a brick, okay? So how many bricks do we have in this mm -hmm. arrangement? You mean a total of yeah. three bricks? Yeah, so we have, this is brick one, this is brick two, and this is brick three, okay? Now, these okay. bricks are connected how? Are they in parallel, these bricks, or, or are they connected in series? I would say they're connected in series. Exactly, because here, like when you connect all these things, this is positive, right? And when it's connecting to the next brick, it's connecting to the mm -hmm. negative. And when negative. we do positive yep. to negative, it's series. Okay, so if we look at this brick, what's brick number one, what's the voltage and what's the electric charge? Um, it's six, sorry, no, it's two volts and 50 amp hours. Two volts, 50 amp hours, okay. And what, what's the, oh, so it's the same thing, right? It's two volts and 50 amp hours and the same up top. I'll just do a little like this. Okay, now if we're connecting, like this could be like, you could look at it as a whole battery, a battery that has two volts and 50 amp hours and we're connecting them to series mm -hmm. and we're connecting three of them. So of this whole circuit, what's the voltage yeah. and the electric charge? So it's six volts and 50 amp hours, I would say. Exactly. Perfect. Now, would it be like if, if I wanted to describe this without an image, like for example, would it make sense to you if I call this a 3S5P? Would you under like it, 3S for three groups in series of five? batteries in parallel. Yes, that, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. That makes sense, right? I and wouldn't have picked it, but yeah, it makes sense. Yes, it, it makes sense in a way that if I tell you I have this particular battery in a group of three S5Ps, you could immediately tell me that it's six volt, 50 amp hours, right? Because if you know that the, the, the 
the elemental battery in, in, the, in that arrangement is two volts, 10 amp hours, then if I tell you 5P, your mind should say it's five times 10, right? And that's 50. And mm-hmm. 3S is three times two volts. You can immediately get to six volt, 50 amp hours. If you know that the original battery is two volts and yes. 10 amp hours. Now, another interesting thing of this is mm-hmm. if I tell you 3S, 5P, you can also tell me the total number of cells in that circuit, right? It's three times five. So if 15, okay, now last little concept, because a lot of us here kilowatt hours as the energy of a pack. So if I tell you that you just multiply the volts by the electric charge to get the, uh, the, the watt hours, does that make sense? So how, how many kilowatt hours or watt hours is in this arrangement? Um, so I multiply the 6 volts and the 50 amp hours? Yes, right? exactly. And then I get um, the, the volt amp hours, right? So 3, um, what is it, 300? Yeah, so it will be 300 watt hours or... Oh, hold on. I just lost uh, my internet connection. Let me just fix that. Can you guys see me? Yeah. Okay. So yep. that was my stupid VPN playing. Okay. So 0.3 kilowatt hours. Right. So, so this is that arrangement. Is there any questions past this? Does mm-hmm. this make sense to everybody? Uh, the serial connections, you add the voltages. The parallel connections, you add the electric charge. When you multiply the voltage by the electric charge, you get the energy. Yep, sounds good to me. All right, so if, if we're done with this, let's move on. Okay, so now we're just gonna, I'm just going to walk you through like maybe a history because people haven't maybe uh, don't know like where uh, where this stuff has started. So let me unlock this. So let's start with like the first image I'm going to zoom in. Uh, this was a photo that was released by Electric uh, of what was supposed to be like a structural pack with 4680s. And if you look at that photo, a lot of people try to analyze it and we can do it like really quick here. The point is not to analyze it again. But people were counting how many cells are in here, right? And you can pretty much say that, like, if you count them on the transverse side of the pack, like here I'm counting them, you'll end up with rows of either either 23 or 24. And lengthwise, it's pretty much impossible to determine exactly how much it is because the image was cut off. But this was what, like, one of the first guesses of what we had of what the structural pack would look like. And if, if we move on, then we had, like, also the battery day. And this one was, like, very clear, but it was, like, sort of a, like a rendering, right? It's, it's not, it didn't look, like, officially like a pack being shown, but more of a, you know, for, for presentation. But in this photo, we could see clearly that we had 24 uh, batteries this way. 
So in this direction, which is the transverse to the, to the motion of the car, we had 24. And lengthwise here on this side, in, like in the direction of the car, we had 40 batteries. So we had 40 rows of 24 batteries, which gave us 960 cells in total. Does everybody see that? Okay, so I'll, I'll keep moving fast. Mm -hmm. This is just a little bit of backdrop. We had other leaked photos also. Like we had this one from Sandy Monroe, which was a lot more official, right? This is an actual pack metal frame, as, as you can see, like it, it's, in, it's in the tub, you know, with the, the holes for, to, to bolt it on. Uh, we had, and we see the cells and we see they're, they're connected and everything. And if you count them, uh, I won't do this now, but you'll see that there's 24 transverse wise and lengthwise. There's four groups of 10, which does 40. So again, we had 960 total cells in this arrangement. So you can count them like really easy if one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And this is like one. And then if you you can count them again, one, two, three. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and so on and so forth. So everybody was like stuck on nine sixty at this point, and we had, I think, other photos like from Giga Berlin recently. And these photos, well, you can't actually count the cells because the pack is like diagonally, and you don't know where they start. But they show you here across sections where if you count for Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four. So here we had a confirmation of twenty-four, right? So everybody was like stuck on forty by twenty-four, nine hundred and sixty cells. Okay, and um, let me let me uncover the the next slide. It might make it easier to see what I'm talking about. So this is basically the arrangement, right? So what to, to spot here is, okay, I have 40 cells lengthwise, which is approximately 1.6 uh, meters long by 24 cells, which is 1.127 uh, meters wide. And the important thing is the packing orientation I want people to notice. So it, if you look at the Berlin, you'll see that there's a straight side, like I'll, I'll be calling this like the straight side. And I'll be calling this side, the scalloped side, because you can see that here, the cells are all touching each other in a row. And here they're intercalated between the other cells, right? So we're having like a scalloped type of arrangement. Okay. And you can clearly see that in all the photos that we looked before, the scalloped side was actually also longitudinal. So the scallops are here and transversely, the cells are all like touching each other, one next to the other. And this is what I call the hexagonal packing zero one orientation. Because if you look at here, I have an XY uh, diagram. This is like the front of the car here. And I'll say X is left and right and Y is front and back. If you pick any cell in this arrangement, if you go... Um, uh, any cell in, in, in this arrangement, hold on, 
Did I make it? Yeah, I think I I made a mistake here. Uh, yeah, so this would be one zero. Sorry, this little, my little mistake. Let me correct it. Mark. So this is one zero orientation. So I mixed it up. Sorry about that. This was prepared quite hastily. So one zero. So if you take any point and you go one in the x direction or minus one, you'll find an adjacent cell, right? And if you, the other adjacent cell are like a fraction, you can see they're at an angle. But if you go any cell you pick in the x direction, you'll have an adjacent cell. And you can also look at it as how do you draw a hexagon? Because this is in a hexagonal packing. So if you draw a hexagon here, oh, this is a crappy hexagon, but uh, the point is facing upwards, right? So this is a packing. And it turns out that this packing is not ideal, even though it was shown to us in many like leaked information this is not an ideal way to pack, and I'll show why. So, so far, any questions? 960 cells, we got the dimensions. We, we talked about the packing orientation of how you pack the cells. Any questions so far? Nope, makes sense. Okay. Okay, so nope. then let's go back to Sandy Monroe. Sandy Monroe here did the same thing, again, with 960 cells, but you'll see that he clearly put the scalloped edge transverse here. You can see, and that on lengthwise, all the cells are adjacent. So he actually didn't follow the, the leaked photos, and he went with this type of packing. Same number of cells in a hexagonal packing, but he changed the orientation of it. And I'll just move along and uncover the next diagram which is going to be a bit more complicated because I'm adding a few details. But as you can see here, we're using the, uh, the hexagonal packing 0, 1 orientation. And here it's correct because if you pick any cell here and you go 1 in the y direction, you find an adjacent cell. So plus y, minus y, you find an adjacent cell, but not on the x. And if you draw a hexagon you'll see that the point is not facing up. A flat side is pointing up and the point is facing left or right. Does that make sense? And the orientation up top is, should that be corrected to no, one zero? No, this is zero one because okay. now on okay. the Y, like first number is always like X, second is Y. So if it's Y one, then okay. it's, this is where you find it. So before it was probably a copy paste error or something as, as I was building the thing. The other one was one zero. This is zero one. So it's the opposite. And I'll zoom out a little bit here for the video so people can see, like the pack dimension changes a lot. Like it becomes much narrower and a little bit longer. And I, I have the dimension. So previously the dimension was close to 1.6 meters long and now it's 1.8 meters long. But width-wise, it was 1.1 meters wide, and suddenly it's 0.9 meters wide. Okay? So this is how Sandy Monroe placed them uh, for, for his video. He didn't follow along, and I, I would tend to agree that this would be the most efficient configuration. 
uh, if you remember, Elon had mentioned at Battery Day, one of the characteristics of putting the cells towards the center of the car is its ability. There's like two benefits. One is like uh, if you get side impacted, your first the batteries are not getting touched immediately. And secondly, was like the polar moment of inertia. So the closer you can put the mass towards the center of the car, the more nimble the car is when it's taking turns and stuff. Does that make sense? Okay. Now, there's a few other things here I want to point out. And this is where, where we started the presentation will be helpful. You can see that I, I, I mentioned, and this is how he connected them. He did 96S10P. And he very precisely did 4 times 24S10P. So he connects the batteries. So here I'm going to be highlighting a brick. So here I, I put the colors differently for um, every row of bricks. So these 10 cells, because we're talking 10P, so it's 10 in parallel. So this would be one brick. And if I take another color, the next brick would be this one. Oh, I didn't take another color. Didn't. Okay. And this would be another and so on and so forth. And I removed the cells in the middle just because it would take Miro too long to re-render all these circles. But you have to imagine all this is filled with cells, but it's, you get the idea from the packing from the first third uh, cells uh, on the periphery. You don't need to see the cells in the middle. And all these bricks are connected in series. So if you, if you take 900, like we said, the math of the S and P's, if you have 10 P and you have 960 cells, then by default, you're going to have 96 S, right? Because we said, if you multiply the 96 S by the 10 P, you get the total number of cells. So right away, 96 S 10 P, you already know we're talking about 960 cells yep. total. And this is the configuration he came up with. Uh, so basically, he, all these groups of 10 here, this is a group of 10, this is another group of 10, all of these are made into bricks to in parallel, and they're connected in series one to the other. So they're connected in series going this way until they get here, then they flip around, they connect this way, then they flip around here, and they connect this way and they flip around and they connect this way. And it's basically four blocks and he called them modules and people were screaming at him. Well, there's no module in the structural pattern. Yes, like a module doesn't need to be a structural thing. It can be just like an arrangement and this going in the same direction that you're connecting cells and you're flipping them around uh, because, you know, so these would have maybe you could say four pseudo modules and they're made of 96 bricks of 10 cells in parallel. So this was so Sandy came up with the number of ten. That was his. That's that's what he that's what he's thinking when when he did this nine hundred. Okay. And of course, like these numbers have to, they're not like arbitrary because if you like do like eleven, then how are you gonna make how are you gonna balance this out, right? So if you have nine sixty, you divide that by ten. It's nine nice round number. You get ninety six in series, right? But if you divide nine sixty by eleven you're not going to get a round number. So this is what he came up with. This is Sandy Monroe's based on the, the video, the video, I think he did two or three videos on this. And this was the, his like prophesized arrangement of cells. 
And of course, he he gave that, you know, this is not official or anything, but this is how he saw it. So any questions here? So do we get that there are four pseudo modules? Each one is 24S10P. And if you connect them, all these modules in series, you get to 9610P, which gives you a total of 960 cells. And do we also get that he flipped the packing arrangement by 90 degrees, making the longitudinal cells touch each other? and the scalloped edge is transverse. Is that clear so far? Yes. All right, so let's keep moving. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is what Sandy presented in one of those, I think, three-part series videos. (laughs) This was like his sketchboard. And there's a few things here I wanna point out because uh, I believe he made a few few mistakes here. First, first mistake he did. Okay, here, here everything is good on the twenty-one seventy side of the pack. Uh, where I would say that he made a mistake is first of all is here in the amp hours of the new forty-six eighty. So he basically the twenty-one seventy is five thousand uh, or five amp hours, and he estimated that the forty-six eighty would be uh, nine amp hours, and this is way, way, way too low. Um, even if you listen to battery day, uh, it was, there was clearly a slide that says like the energy contained in the 4680 is five times greater. So at the very least, we would be looking at a 25 amp hour cell instead of a nine. And I'm, I'm not going to talk milliamp hours because we're already in the 9,000, 5,000, but this is what he wrote, 9,000 milliamp hours. If you remove the milli, you remove the zeros. Okay. So it's nine amp hours. I, I basically, we were told that it was at least 25 amp hours. And my personal estimate is around 28 amp hours. And this is the figure I will be using moving forward. Um, then you can see, he said, as we mentioned, 960, this was all mentioned 24 by 40, uh, in a pack, uh, no individual modules, 10 cells. So here he says approximately 10 cells per brick. This was, this is the parallel connection we were talking about and 90 bricks, uh, in the batteries connected in series. So he, but he, this is, I think his second mistake. I don't know how he came up with 130 kilowatt hours. Um, like we said, if you multiply, so we, we could do it right here. So let, let's do the math real quick. So if we take his assumption of nine amp hours, 10 in parallel, as we covered earlier, we just multiply the two. So we would have each brick is 90, right? Amp hours. And the voltage, if you multiply each cell is 3.6 volts nominal. And you know you're having... 96 per brick. So we just know that we multiply 96. So let's do it. 96 times 3.6. We get 345.6. Let's call it 346. So 346 volts. And if we multiply that by 90 to get the energy, this would give us a pack that's 31 uh, kilowatt hours, which is way too small, right? 
like the the 20, uh, 2170 pack is uh, around 74 kilowatt hours, and this one would be 31 kilowatt hours. So there's a mistake. Some Something happened in his calculation that made it not right. So yeah, 130 is way too high, especially for a Model Y. That'll be like 600 miles of range with a 4680. Like they're not going to do exactly. That. And but here he says, like to, to to be fair, like however he came up with 130 kilowatt hours as a calculation, he said it could be reduced by 40 percent to to basically match the current 2170 model. But I have no idea how he came up with 130 kilowatt yeah. hours, starting with 9,000 amp hour, uh, nine amp hours per cell. And the 99 amp hours per cell is also not good. And if you do it like backwards, if you take like 130 kilowatt hours and you wait, work your way backwards, you get something, I think, around like 37 amp hours per cell, which is too big. So I don't know what happened here. Some, some wires got crossed or something, but this is not uh, the uh, correct so I'll, I'll show you like my calculations here. So I have here the, uh, starting with the model Y, we have, it's the 2170 cells. They're 3.6 volt, five amp hours. They might not be precisely five amp hours between 4.8 and five. There's a total of 4,416 cells. They're arranged as 96S, 46P. Again, this should become like second nature, 46 P means that you multiply 46 by 5 amp hours right here, and you get 230 amp hours. You multiply 96 by the voltage, you get 346. You multiply the two together here, and you get 8 kilowatt hours. Of course, this is not the advertised range because there's the usable range, and usable range is around 75 kilowatt hours. But theoretical numbers gives you 80 and i will be co continuing with those theoretical numbers even though they're slightly offset by the usable number of, of energy that's in a pack because we don't want to mix one with the other then if i do the 4680 structural pack i the voltage doesn't change because this is based on the lithium chemistry that's 3.6 volt my estimate is 28 amp hours if I take his same arrangement of 960 cells and 96S10P, 10P means you multiply the uh, electric charge by 10 right here. So you get to 280 amp hours. You multiply 96S, that's the series connection, 96, 93.6 volts. And you multiply one by the other and you get to a 97 kilowatt hour pack. Any questions so far? Anything? I'm pretty sure have I, we have 84 people live in the room. Uh, any questions so far? Everybody is super silent. Uh, oh, okay. We got a question. Yeah, we no, have claps. So far. claps. Go ahead. You can unmute your mic. I'll take this opportunity hey, to take a Are you break. able to hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I know some of these are estimates, but on the voltage, uh, any reason you use like 3.6, you know, like nominal voltages can be 3.8 for, you know, chemistries that, that are being used today. Uh, and even on the capacity is like 5,000 on 2170, uh, a sort of known number uh, publicly, or is that an estimate? 
Uh, of course, all these things, yes, like, the, of course, the 3.6 is the nominal voltage, and some people will use 3. Point, if you Google, I think, even lithium-ion batteries uh, voltage, I think Google will answer you that it's 3.7 nominal volts. This will vary a bit, but, like, big picture, it doesn't change much. And for the purposes of what right. we're discussing, the only thing that's important is to keep the same numbers for each. So I'm not going to use a nominal voltage that's different for the 2170 then for the 468, I'll use the same ones, compare apples to apples. Yeah, basically. that makes sense. Uh, and the only other question I had was to maybe double click on the 28 amp hour number. You could, you know, just elaborate on that. If it's around. Is that like, what you meant? Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's many yeah, ways the of doing amp that. Hours, right? Yes. So Sorry. the 28 amp hours. So first of all, like. It was already said 5x energy, so right right there, you're around 25 amp hours to start with. That's like a bare minimum. Uh, mm -hmm. Then you can yeah. work uh, two ways. So you can work like the jelly roll and the winding of a jelly roll, and you come up with a, a number that's higher than if you go with volumetric. So you can basically say, like, if I take a 2170 and I make it... Um, and I'd add 10 millimeters to it to get like, let's say to a fictitious 2180, how much more energy would I get? And then you can work right. the winding, the winding problem, the math, and you come up with a certain number, which is going to be higher than 28 amp hours. And then if you just go volumetrically, so you calculate the volume of a 2170 and you calculate the volume of a 4680 and you say one is that much bigger than the other and you just apply that to the to the electric charge, you get to a number that's smaller than the winding and I think gives you, I think, 27 amp hours. So I chose something. In I the see. Middle. So you did like a that was mechanical model to to come up yes with. exactly okay. exactly but i thought this might have been like too advanced for at least this stage of the presentation we might do like more advanced okay, great, later, but for now i'm just going 28 amp hours i'm giving a y like i said 5x it's 25 i'm giving you the 28 amp hours and this is i'll, I'll even add it thanks for approximately it's not it's not so i'll put the little thing in front it's approximately 28 amp hours Awesome. Thanks for the explanation. No problem. I'm going to take the next caller real quick. Derek, you're up. Unmute. Yeah. Derek, you're up. Hey, guys. Uh, hopefully this isn't a stupid question. Um, no stupid questions. Right. Uh, how, how do you suspect that they're going to handle the different size pack sizes? You know, are they going to decrease the size of the bricks? Are they going to just change the chemistry and then leave the pack size the same considering that it's structural. How do you foresee that going? Okay. The, we will be addressing this a little bit later down the presentation. Like the presentation's not over. Uh, and we might, I'll, I'll, I'll come back to this answer uh, because of course my estimates are not the same as Sandy's and the leaked photos. So if it's okay, we'll address this, come back with your question. If I haven't addressed it, if I forget to address it, but I think that's best left for in about 15, 20 minutes when I'm, at that stage of the presentation. I'm going to take Brian next. Brian, you have a question? Oh, Brian's left. Okay, so, oh, is Brian back? I think he, yeah, go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I missed the wrong mic button. Um, 
So that that only ninety six even at three point seven volts only puts you at like three hundred and fifty volts. Aren't Teslas four hundred? I mean, I yes. can see three eighty or three ninety for a four hundred volt system, but fifty volts off seems kind of high. Yes, good point. Again, we will be addressing this a little bit later. Uh, but this is like the current voltage. Of course, people don't say it's a 346 volt system. Even Sandy Monroe in his, uh, in his presentation, he, he said it's 350. Everybody rounds up. So I, I, I think he put it somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I did. Uh, there you go. 350. You see? Yeah. He, I, I did. I just didn't realize they would round up 50 volts. I mean, 10 no, volts, but, 20 no, it's volts, a, but no, no, they round up like basically four or five volts. So the, the current 2170 pack is, is called like a 350 volt pack because it's 96S. Okay, so yeah, we'll, but we'll, we'll get to talking about different voltages and things like that because we've had other information coming from Tesla uh, since the 4680 has been revealed. So I'll, I'll just move on if there's no other questions. I'll just move on and get to those, those parts that you people are, are like already questioning. And it's very good questions, but here's where I was. And I'm going a little bit through the process of how I approached it. So Basically, what you've seen so far is how I approached the problem as I was looking at it. So here is, again, a Sandy Monroe video. And he basically took those 4680 mockups and he stacked them into a Model Y module where, where, the, 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 where a module sits of 2170s. He removed it. So you can see it basically here, like you have the removed module here. And you have the space and he actually stacked them. And I found that like super interesting because it gives us an idea of how many, like they're not going to change the size of the Model Y. They're not going to make it longer or wider to accommodate a new battery form factor, right? So I decided, well, this is like super interesting. How many batteries is he putting in there? So you basically, I counted them. So I went like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and just to to make it clear, so we don't uh, lose track, I'll take another pen, do another ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and taking a take back my red pen one two three four five six seven eight nine ten and i get that there's 34 so he managed to fit like 34 lengthwise and if you look like and, and there's rows of 34 so let me write that down so people can see it so 34 and there are some rows that the rows that are next to it are one less so 34 or 33 per longitudinal row row and widthwise it's like one two three four five six so if you were to remove all four modules of the 2170s you can put at least those amounts of cell in there right so for me that this was a, like an important already because in his other stacking he went to 40 lengthwise like here if we do six times four is 24. So this is what we were saying, 24 wide, but how many long? And here lengthwise, he could fit 33 or 34, not 40. 
So this was already a clue where I started to think, hmm, maybe there's something there. And let me uncover a little bit more of the presentation. So basically what Sandy Monroe showed us by having an actual 2170 pack and putting some cells in there, the 4680s, we could see that there's like four modules, four module channels per pack. There's three uh, longitudinal rows, six rows per module channel, 24 longitudinal rows per pack total. And each row has between 34, 33 and 44 cells per per row but there's 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 a catch here so the catch is that Sandy Monroe used if you listen to him carefully he used two inch diameter wooden dowel rod to mock up the 4680 so he went to the hardware store or his guys went to the hardware store bought two inch dowel rod cut them to 80 mil millimeters in length and spray painted them like silver but two inches is equal to 50.8 millimeters. So if you do the difference and you say, okay, 50.8 minus the actual 46 that it's supposed to be, you get an extra 158 millimeters from that. Do you people get this? Like this thing? So basically we can get three additional batteries yep. per longitudinal row here. And this is where the the pack could accommodate between somewhere between 33 and 37 not 40 and but then like i said like if you're going to do modules you know you need like round numbers right so this is where i i, I wrote here that uh let me take the pointer here 33 34 and 37 suck like as a number of cells per row longitudinal row, those numbers sucks. The numbers that don't suck is 35 and 36 because they're divisible by five and four. And we'll see why shortly, why this is interesting to have numbers that are divisible by five or by four. So this is where I was in my process of uh, thinking about these, um, these packs. So they're not gonna change the size of the car uh, and if you look like width-wise of the, of the pack of 2170s, yes, there is some structural elements. So you have these big black bars, metal bars that are actually holding up the car and the pack. And these will be gone with the 4680s, but you're not gaining all that much. You, you're gaining width-wise, but you're not gaining length-wise. Does that make sense? Like these huge long bars here. If you remove them, you might put one extra cell widthwise, but it won't help you get a cell lengthwise. But I still like to stick with the 24 right. because, first of all, it will bring the cells closer to the center, as I mentioned, and this is good for safety and for the, the responsiveness of the car in turns. Uh, and so I stuck with the number 24. So let's move along. And here we go. Here is my first thought on how we could do the battery pack. So I'm going with 35 cells. Let me annotate it. As you can see here, I'm going with 35 cells lengthwise, and I'm going with 24 cells widthwise, and I'm going with the hexagonal packing orientation 01. So where the cells touch each other lengthwise. 
And to connect them, this is where I have many ways of connecting these. And this is what I'll be going through. So the first way I'm connecting them is I'm doing 127S7P. So if you see here, again, we have our bricks. We have seven cells per brick. And we're connecting. So if you divide 840 by 7, you get 120. And I'm connecting those 120 bricks in series, which gives me a pack of 432 volts, an electric charge of 196 amp hours, and uh, energy of 85 kilowatt hours. Now, I want to address this 85 because the 2170 we came up earlier with the 2170s at 80. Now, why would I make the pack have more energy than the previous one? Well, my reasoning is like twofold. First of all, we know that these packs and these cells are like new technology. And Tesla usually throttles the, the performance or the capabilities of their new technologies for at least about a year until they get uh, really good real-world data on them. And then via over-the-air update, they basically release more, uh, more range. So you, you can access more of the battery. But for, for a time, it's reduced. The second part of the argument is that the 2170 pack has a lot of structure, which makes it very heavy. And all this structure, as Elon mentioned, like negative weight of the 4680 structural pack. So... Even if you made an 80 kilowatt hour pack for the Model Y with 4680s in a structural pack, you would get more range than in the 2170 pack. Does that make sense? Okay, so I just see we have a question from Joe. I'll just take it right now. Joe, you're up. Unmute. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Hello, guys. Quick question, and maybe I missed it. Um, why? So, if all of the Giga Berlin photos show Hi. the side of the pack, and I'm sorry, the the front and the back being flat, and the sides being scalped. Yeah. Why, Alex, are you going with the other, the same and row orientation? Do you think the prototype wasn't right, or are you like? No, I I, like I think it? basically like uh, first and foremost, all the leaked photos and all all these all this stuff is not actual final. We know that Tesla iterates. At an amazing speed, they're, they're fully implemented agile manufacturing and they're working with prototypes. So these were in the design phase, they, they were trying different stuff out. I, and I, I could be wrong. They might go with scalloped sides. Like we won't know until Monroe or somebody else breaks apart a 4680 pack and shows exactly how it is. This is, of course, like just nerding out engineering, thinking about this problem and in different ways and what makes more sense. So a 97 kilowatt hour okay, pack yeah. does not make sense. You, you know what I mean? It's it, it, like there, Tesla has, right. yes, Tesla wants to keep its lead in range and efficiency and all this stuff. But if, if tomorrow they came out with a Model Y with 600 miles of range, like it wouldn't make sense because they would have to charge for it. So they would become uncompetitive price-wise. So the best thing to do is to come out with a battery. And this is where I was explaining. I think at first, 
even if you did the exact same size pack, you would have more range in a Model Y if you used 4680 in a structural pack than if you used 2170s in a non-structural pack. So doing the same energy would already give you more range. Uh, going with an 85 instead of an 80, why did I choose 85? Is because I think Tesla wants to keep that lead. It'll throttle initially uh, to, to make it lower for safety reasons and get real-world data before the over-the-air update uh, uh, a boost. And this gives them the margin to basically be able to offer 400-mile range and maybe a little bit more on a Model Y in the coming years. Okay. Well, I appreciate yeah. the answer. Sorry oh, thanks a lot. Okay, so this was my first uh, arrangement uh, but then, of course, even with this 35 by 24 arrangement, we have many other options. So because 24 is divisible by 3 and by 4, so we can do, we can connect these batteries. We don't have to connect them transversely, you know, like make the, the bricks lengthwise and connect them uh, transversely. We can make the bricks actually uh, transversely, as you can see here, and connect them lengthwise. So here I have a 140S 6P configuration where I'm using 6P is the brick, so 6 in parallel, and I'm doing 140 in series. And this gives me a huge boost in voltage, so we're he hitting 500 volts. Uh, of course, we're getting a hit on the amp hours on the uh, electric charge, so 168. And of course, this I hope was obvious to everybody, but it doesn't matter how you arrange. If you have a certain number of cells, you, you get nothing for free. So the energy will always stay the same. Uh, I hope this is, this is intuitive to everybody, that I don't have to explain it, that uh, if, if you're dealing with 840 cells, you don't get more because you connect them like differently. The, the, what varies, what will vary will be the voltage and the electric charge of your whole system. Uh, so let me uh, move along and we have, sure, go ahead. Alex, can I ask a question? I was on a phone call, so I don't know if you covered this, but um, so the different, the change in voltage hours is there an advantage to having one higher than Yes, the of course there is. And uh, this is this is where, hold on, did, did I just lose connection or something? Uh, give me a second, folks. I'm getting technical. I lost my trackpad. I lost my mouse. I lost everything. What is going on? Yep. I think I'm dead frozen. Yeah. Oh, no. Can you log out of Miro? Uh, my screen just went dead. <laughs> I would just give it a sec. Yeah, but it... Oh, it turned off. It turned off completely? I, oh, God. Mine hasn't. I think my computer just shut down for some reason. And you're, you were recording yeah. too. Oh, yeah, I'm restarting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Welcome to technical. Oh, sorry, he's going to have so much fun splicing this up. We just can't have a freaking good day. We just can't. Not one. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Something always goes wrong. Yeah, it does seem to to follow us. 
I blame I blame Sawyer. All the Android folks are going to be yeah. Pissed. I blame Sawyer. Yeah. So maybe maybe I can answer this now before we go back to the presentation as it's loading back. Um. So yeah. Th- so let me log in. Do all that. Um. So yeah, I I think everybody has heard of like the Taycan, and uh, I'm just gonna you know I because this will be like for a future episode. I'll go in depth when we we're, we're talking about connecting the batteries and which one of these because I have like six uh, variations of the of the cells uh, of the structural pack, and I'm of course I'm not gonna do for six. I have my favorite in, 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 amongst those six. So um, hold on, okay. So I think I'm back. Yeah, and I'm back where I left off. I just have to go full screen and start the recording again. So maybe I'll do a three, two, one. Um, hold on, it's still loading. Yep. Yeah, I don't see your cursor yet. Yeah, I should be there. And if I go and let's go full screen and let's start the recording again. So three, two, one. And we're back. So, so yeah, to answer the questions about the, the voltage, we all saw like the Taycan has an 800 volt system and there are some pros and cons to going higher voltage and some challenges too. Uh, and I will be covering those. Um, but the tendency is to go towards higher voltages. Going too high might decrease like battery life uh, and a number of cycles. But both for propulsion efficiency, weight of the car going to lower voltages, uh, to higher voltages means basically like thinner wires. Uh, of course, you need to put more insulation on them, but the weight ratio of insulation to, to metal is like one eighth, basically. So there's lots of gains to going into higher voltages. And this is why I'm um, playing around with different configurations to see which voltages can come out. So if I go to my third configuration of with 840 cells, you'll see that in this case, I went, I divided by three, the lengthwise. So I went 8P. So we have a brick of eight cells. I'm drawing them here and I'm connecting them lengthwise. So I have a 105, 105S 8P configuration. And this configuration will give me 378 volts, 224 amp hours, and of course, again, an 85 kilowatt hour pack. So I have, I have the choices with 35 by 24 cell pack, 840 cells total. I have three options. I can go 432 volts, 504 volts, or 378 volts. And if we remember Monroe's 10 P variation on 960 cells, he was at a 350 volt pack, right? Okay, so this is one configuration. Now there's another number I like, uh, and I will be uncovering those. As I mentioned, 35 and 36 don't suck. So here we have a configuration with 864 cells. And again, I have three possibilities of connecting them. So I'll go over them really quickly. We have, um, uh, so 36, again, this is 36. The previous one was 35, and this is still 24 wide. 
I have a configuration here, 96S9P, 96S, again, because it's 96, gives us 346 or 350 how people want. I have 252 amp hours, and this gives me an 87 kilowatt hour pack. So it's a because I'm going with 24 more cells in the whole pack, uh, I'm getting a little bit more energy out of that pack. Um, and again, if I arrange them, so of course these bricks, again, I, I'm repeating myself, I know maybe for some people, but this is a 9P configuration. So my bricks are here nine wide. They're always nine wide. And so whether I'm in blue or I'm in red, these are always nine wide. And then I'm connecting them, all these bricks into series, and I'm getting these numbers here. Uh, then I can connect them the other way around uh, by going with four rows. So this is here, I'm doing a 6P configuration. So I'm connecting one, two, three, four, five, six, and then I'm going into series and going back the other way, I'm going again, connecting six and going into series. And of course, every time you have 144 S6P, you multiply six by 144, you get 664 cells. You always get like the total number that doesn't change. But in this configuration, I'm getting 518 volts 168 amp hours. And again, that stays the same, 87 kilowatt hours. And the last configuration of connection uh, with this is 108 S8P. Uh, so three times uh, 36 S8P. So I'm connecting eight like this, and I'm going that way, connecting them. And this gives me a pack of 389 volts uh, energy uh, electric charge of 224 amp hours and an energy of 87 kilowatt hours. So this is, I think, both in size, it fits in the, into a Model Y pack, a current Model Y pack, which is very important because the Model Y will not change size uh, because they go with 4680s. And it gives me the flexibility to have six variations, so three for each, of being able to play around with the voltage. And this is where I, I, I might want to finish with this because I think I have just another little hint here. So yeah, so recently we've seen a model, uh, a Plaid Model S pack being uh, torn down. I think it was in a crash or something. And uh, he went, uh, the, the person went through it. And these are 18650 cells, but they're still like 3.6 volts. And there's a total of uh, 7,920 cells in that pack. And they're arranged in a 110S72P configuration. And it's basically five times 22S72P. And this gives us a, a pack voltage of 360 volts. So whereas the Model Y was 346, the Model Y with 21, whoops, 2170 is 346. We can already see that Tesla is going up in voltage. It's deciding. It's not much, but it's going up in voltage. And my belief is, of course, they can stay at the exact same voltage. If you look here at my 864 cell variant, 
you can see that I'm at 346. So this could be an arrangement of fact that is 100% exactly the same voltage as it was before, but we're, have, we're getting an 87 kilowatt hour pack instead. So more range, more everything. So taking this into account, this, I think, is where the solution lies somewhere in here that, that they're going for. Like I said, it fits into the current pack as it is now, like the, the volume and length and width and everything. It fits. It can fit in a current Model Y, which is, I think, very important. Uh, secondly, it gives you a, a room just going to 4680 gives you more range. So as soon as they're going to come out, these cars will be able to offer more range simply by the weight savings. And then it gives you enough room for future growth to, to be able to, and, and for safety, to throttle them back. So maybe out of the 85 or 87 kilowatt hour that you have on board, they'll throttle it to 80 as the old packs were for safety reasons. And so, but you'll still get more range out of the weight savings. And then within a year or something like that, there'll be an over the air update that basically gives you access to more of your pack. And then you can get an 85 or 87 kilowatt hour of range on that new model Y. Any questions, anything that doesn't make sense, anything that irks you that you like or that you like? Yeah, no, I think your thought process will be proven to be, I think, pretty close. I mean, I think, I guess you're taking there of the top hack. I think, yeah, I think it makes sense to me. Me coming from a completely non-engineering background, that <laughs> <it> is. <laughs> yeah, so 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 basically, the the following episodes, like you can probably guess, we're going to have to be, talk about how do we connect these electrically. So I'll have to choose uh, two variants in this. I. This is where my, I haven't done it already, but I'm thinking I'm going to pick two of those and see how we connect them electrically. Then we have to talk about the cooling, of course. Uh, how do we cool these packs? And then we'll have to talk. So I'm thinking maybe two or three episodes. And the last one, of course, will be assembly. How does this pack get assembled? Uh, like the manufacturing wise and the structural side of it. How do we bind this into a structural pack? But I, I thought the first step was how many cells are we talking about here in which arrangement? So for me, like as I'm moving forward, I will not be doing a variant that is in the one zero orientation of the hexagonal packing. I will be going zero one, same as Sandy Monroe. For the reasons I explained earlier, it makes a lot more sense to go that way than to go scalloped on the sides. So I see we have questions. So go ahead, Adrian. Thanks, Alex. This is a wonderful analysis. And, and I really am loving to geek out here. Um, my, I, you answered two of my questions actually already having to do if you've taken a, a pass at how the cooling ribbons kind of affect the configuration. And then two, you know, what for bus bar collectors, you know, what configuration makes sense. So I'll, look forward to what you have to answer in the future or what you might uncover in the future. But I guess my, my last question has to do with uh, voltage. So I'm not sure if, uh, if I remember incorrectly, but isn't there a lifelong like longevity factor to how high of a voltage you go through the pack? So if you're running at a higher voltage, your pack is likely to not live as long. Yes. Are you? So it makes sense that they're leaning towards a less than 400 volt pack, right? 
Okay, so 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 basically, uh, like I said earlier, there are pros, there are cons, and there are challenges when dealing with higher voltages. So it's not clear that lower voltage is better. It's like I said, there are trade-offs. Uh, the Taycan went all the way up to 800 volts, and that has a lot of problems. And um, Tesla was at 350 volts for their 2170s, and that's that's fine. But moving forward they might want to creep up on the voltages because there are definite advantages there. Right. Um, both for, for the performance right. and the efficiencies of the motors, but also when you build the things, you need uh, uh, smaller caliber wires because like larger amperage, and I don't want to get into two details mm -hmm. right now, but like the bigger cables you need to put, even they have to water cool like the supercharging cables because there's so much amperage. And of course, the, the power is voltage times amperage. Right. So you can, it's the right. same balance as you can do. You can increase the voltage and decrease the amperage. And suddenly you're replacing metal with insulation. And there's other consideration, you know, like there's the battery life, the, 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 the how many cycles it can make. Um, but there's also consideration like even uh, not legal, but regulatory. Like as soon as you hit 600 volts, there's some whole bunch of regulations that that starts to happen for some reason, like the industry 600 volts is like, cause you can get like electrocuted with it and you can get, you know, right. like the, the distance of arcing becomes smaller and they decided, okay, 600 volts as a problem. So it might be, like I said, I haven't, I haven't landed on any particular design. I have, I have two of my favorites already, but um, of course, how you connect them uh, is basically like, Choosing the pack size, I think I have made a uh, compelling case for why I chose these pack sizes. So 34 by 24 or 36 by 24. And this gives me the flexibility of six designs based on electrical connections. So I go from as low as the standard uh, that we've known that Tesla has operated with 346 volts. And I can go up to 518 volts. So, And I have everything like in between. So I, I have options here. And then when you connect them, there's also manufacturing-wise. It's not just about yeah. voltages. If connecting them to get, I don't know, 518 volts costs twice as much as connecting them in the other way, then it might not make sense. So we'll be exploring these. Uh, I, I, I think the next one will have to be either the cooling or the, the, the current collection uh, on, on the pack level. And then the last one, the last episode will likely be the assembly and the manufacturing to get to a structural pack, how these things come together to, to become like a fully structural pack. But this is where my mind is at, is I'm thinking they might try to go higher voltage because yeah. there is a lot of pros and they're not going to go to 800 or something crazy like that. But I wouldn't be surprised that... For example, they go from 400, uh, from the current 346, they might want to go to 432 because basically boosting it by a third, less than a third, like maybe 25% more and just, you know, getting, getting advantages out of that and their chemistry is getting better. And so maybe there is no impact on cycle life or it's minimal and they have enough cycles already that they can sacrifice that. Yeah, it'll be super interesting. 
I keep thinking that Tesla wants their batteries to last yeah. you know, nearly as long as the drivetrain. So they're going to be conservative and try to keep yeah. the voltage down. So everything I see makes sense. And, you know, the behavior of 4680s could say, hey, we could run a much higher voltage with the same longevity. So it'll be very fascinating to find yeah. out. Thanks a lot, Adrian. Taking Thanks. next caller, uh, Hans. You're up. Oh, Hans. Take next caller, Ricky. Hey, guys. What's going on? Good. Um, so thinking about your next couple of episodes, the question that popped up in my mind, referencing the 01 um, configuration, is that Berlin picture where the ribbons are coming out of the side and how that affects the offset. So would the ribbons you think need to go long ways and would that affect how many battery rows you could do with the, if you tip added in less or more ribbons, would you lose a row of batteries? Okay. So I'm going to move back to the very first pack in the presentation. So the first, uh, just after the Berlin photo, the diagram, and I want to show you something because uh, maybe I'm giving a little bit of a spoiler here, but it's not that big of a deal. So I'm going to zoom in on the little graph and I wanted you, you guys to notice something. Uh, so if we do the cooling ribbons, like the way we saw them at, uh, at Berlin, right? Uh, yeah, they have, an, they have an offset. So Yeah, they have an offset. But, but look at the cooling ribbon. Like if I'm going to draw it, and of course it's going to be pretty shitty because I'm drawing with a mouse. But as you can see, like I'm going to draw it here. You see it's, it's snaking through, right? You see how much contact there is between the batteries and the cooling ribbon? It's, it, it's not much, right? It's just touching the side of the cell. I was thinking like five millimeters. Yeah, maybe. Like now let's try it on the other direction. Let's try it if we run the cooling ribbon in this one zero configuration, but we run the cooling ribbons the other side. Let's see what happens. Do you see that the wave is much bigger and that a lot more ribbon is touching the cell? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so 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 we'll have to address this in the in the episode that we talk about the cooling. Um I was just wondering if that would affect your mindset on how the it I, I, on ha one, how long the ribbon is, and you know, uh, by this, would it be too far for the um, cooling to travel from one side to the other? Would one no, side there, there's no, there's no consideration of uh, how long it is. That's I, I don't think that's ever been a problem. If you look at the 2170s, they go the full length of uh, like the modules are lengthwise, okay. and they go full length, and they cover. Uh, I, I don't remember exact number. Uh, but they cover a shit ton of batteries lengthwise and they, they cooling them. But if the, the contact, like the larger you make the cell, the less the ribbon is touching. If you go in this direction, the, if you're packing them in one zero orientation and you put cooling ribbons transversely, less of the circumference of the cell will be touching the ribbon. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if the cell was like huge, yeah. like it was like, I don't know, and uh, like this, you would be touching just a little bit of the circumference instead of, so the 2170s had much better contact with the cooling ribbons than, um, 
the 4680 in the same configuration. But of course, the 4680 is tabless, which means that it, one, it generates less heat by itself because the electron path is much shorter. And second, the thermal management is so much better because of all that copper puts the heat in the side can. So you're generating much less to start with, but then you're also dealing with it much more efficiently than in a 2170. So I'm not saying that either way, I'm going to leave that as a surprise for, for, for that episode when we address it and give all my reasonings behind it. But this is something I wanted people to notice that depending on the orientation, and of course, if I go into a zero one orientation, so 90 degrees to this one, then it will be the opposite. Transversely, I'll get a lot of contact with each cell and longitudinally, I'll get very little. All right, and um, thanks for the uh, series and the brick layout explanation at the beginning because sometimes I get confused and, and to how to compare yeah. <laughs> battery pack sizes. So yeah, that, that kind of helped give me a reference to build on what you did. That was really, really well, well done, I, so I appreciate I, it. I, 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 that was my hope that people would get a little bit of value from that, especially those who are maybe not familiar with it because we hear, we're going to hear a lot about these 96S10Ps and I was pretty confident that uh, people might not be familiar with what exactly it means. So I'm, I'm glad you found value in that. I, oh, yeah, I I'm, I'm on the mechanical side. The electrical side kind of trips me. So. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Ricky. I needed it. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you're up. Hey, again, thank you for doing this. Hey, so it looks like it's a really tight fit, obviously, right? But it just I, the part I can't get over, and I'm not trying to be uh, – the pain here it's just it, it's hard for me to believe the tesla have they ever shown us a prototype that um that wasn't i i just gonna be shocked if it isn't laid out the way they showed in giga berlin and so my only question is when you're doing all this are you gonna can you like just do a little footnote thing so that if it does turn out to be like giga berlin like it's at least it's uh you know it's got some relevance i mean i think it's not a huge difference between the two but it's just the thought uh what do you mean like a footnote to what um so everything you're doing is the uh zero one orientation yeah and so all i'm saying is is could you maybe just do like you know do the main presentation on that orientation but if it does turn out that what they showed is really what the pack's gonna look oh. like oh well when somebody then... tears down a pack there will probably be an episode on that too and i'll probably comment and do uh well i was totally wrong and uh, this is why I think I was wrong, because what I'm seeing now makes so much more sense and I didn't think about it. Or it'll be the opposite. It'll be like, uh, I told you so or something. And this is why, you know, and there's, gotcha. there will be, even if I got it right uh, on, my, on, on my design, uh, there'll still be things I'll be wrong on. That that's I can guarantee you that I'm nowhere near and I'm not iterating as well, they are well, and I don't have all the constraints and all the parameters they're considering. Like I said, I'm just seeing uh, like how many fit in a current pack and I'm saying like, okay, so how would I do it? And of course I'll be wrong like a lot, uh, even if I'm right. That's right. what I'm saying. And if it turns out that it's the one zero orientation, then I will certainly do, there'll be a reason for it. And once, let's say Sandy Monroe, like, uh, peels up, peels off the cover and goes through it, 
I'll be having lots of aha moments and I'll probably be addressing that as well. This is not, this is not like me telling you this is the way it is. This is me saying, this right. is my thought process. Sandy Monroe gave his thought process. I'm giving mine and we'll probably be both wrong uh, to some extent. And that, that's okay. I'm doing this like for fun. I'm not trying to sell anybody on, on any idea. No, no. And it- and I greatly appreciate it. I think we all greatly appreciate it. Um, I guess, I guess my thought was, well, two questions is like why you would put the ribbons on the side and go with the one zero orientation. Maybe it's for crash worthiness. You know, it's extra crushing before it gets to the cells, yeah. the peers. But my question is looking at the, the Berlin picture again, that's why it's a tight fit. Have you, I'm just saying you, you might in just humble opinion, you might want to just count and figure out what you think the actual number is going to be with what, well, I guess you've already done that. So, okay, so so I I can look like, like I'm zooming in right now on on the Berlin on the video, so so people know the bottom one, uh, and I'll tell you right now, there's um, yeah. for me there's something wrong here. Like first of all, like the the ribbons aren't connected, so there still needs to be some sort of manifold there to to basically like fill those lines out, and they're basically if if you look at how much space is left. Uh, if if you would have any side collision, you would risk having those ribbons like push on the whole pack. And I don't like that. This is one of the things when I look at that that orientation, I you, you can see here, like, first of all, like they're not connected. So I'll, well, this is too big of a pen. Yeah, because I zoomed in so much. So I'll take it. Right, I just envisioned they'd literally be a tube. Well, I guess they. Can. You see, so yeah, so they need, and and actually, we my... saw an example of this in this one. So if I if I go to the previous one, the leaked photo to Sandy Monroe, you'll see that it's a bit different. So they're still the same. This is nine hundred and forty cells, but you can see here there is the manifold. You can see like here, there's the manifold with the little pipes connecting to each mm-hmm. cooling ribbon. And you can see that it's not complete. Like the pipe seems to end here. And this plastic thing seems to be where the, the main pipe will rest. So here the pipe would be on and going all the way forward. And you can see that even on this prototype, the ribbons, uh, the, the inlet for the ribbon is, is flipping side. So you have one, two, three, four, five ribbons pointing this way with the inlet pointing that way. And you have one, two, three, four, five pointing that way. And these one, the next five, the two center runs point the same direction. But then the last ribbons, they point the same direction as the first one. But you still need a manifold. There, there's a T here. Right, and it looks like little, it's per module. And there's no room for that in the Berlin uh, mock-up. Gotcha. But, but my question is, is so they're showing nine, and that's why I say a tight fit. They're showing that they can, they could fit 960 yes. or 940 in there. And you're saying that basically it looks like. But why would they I do it? Nine, 90, 95 kilowatt hours. Why would you give people today a 95 kilowatt hour pack on a car that already gets more range? No, no I, I agree. It's just, okay. So you're, well, we'll, we'll see that part two, right? You'll show what you're going in the front and back or side or whatever, where the get the. Yeah. I'll, I'll be addressing the, the, the current collection pack level. So how are we connecting those cells? And also because it might be the same episode. I don't know because it's very linked to also the cooling. So I might be doing so in the same episode or two separate episodes. I don't know. And if I do two episodes, one on current collection and one on, on, on thermal, 
uh, I don't know in which order I'll do it. Uh, I, I still don't know. Like I'm improvising this. I want people to know this, that uh, all these presentations, I'm not like spending hours on them. I'm just putting, these are all photos that I have collected over the time. The diagrams were already like, because that's how I think. So I draw it out. So I'm basically assembling something and what I'm talking about, I'm just putting it in an order that makes sense as I'm, and as I'm uncovering each photo, I pretty much know what I want to talk about because I've already thought about it, but this is like nothing prepared. I'm improvising this every time I'm talking to you guys. And yeah, this is why I also appreciate the social aspect. This is not like a podcast or a YouTube channel where uh, I, and I got to say, Jordan Gisegi does amazing work, but I couldn't do that. I don't want to spend that much time doing content. I'd rather much just throw something together, which is my thoughts. It's it's still thought out, but it's it's rough. You know, it's rough and we can annotate and we can chat together. And if somebody has an idea that I've missed, I totally appreciate people jumping in and say, oh, did you think about that? Yeah, now this is awesome format. You do a great job. And the amount of time you spend educating in the beginning and making sure everyone's along for the ride. I mean, that's the difference between an online course and being in person where you can ask the person questions. And so I think this is a way better format than podcasts or anything else. So thank you. I'll, I'll butt out now, but thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure, man. Th thanks a lot. Uh, we're going next. Happy. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to cut this because it's still, we're at an hour and 30 minutes. So happy. Go ahead. Okay, very couple easy questions. Uh, one, cooling. Um, Sandy Monroe originally said that cooling would be top and bottom, not side to side. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe there's no ribbons. Yeah, that, that that that's certainly a possibility. Uh, where I think I mentioned this in the uh, forty six eighty episode I did on the manufacturing of the forty six eighty. Uh, my reasoning is that cells have basically three sides. They have the top, the bottom, and the circumference of the cell. And you have basic three basic functions you need to do with these cells. So you have to connect them electrically. You have uh, to have a, a side for safety, and you need to cool them. Now, for me, it doesn't make sense to connect them anywhere but the top, because on the top, you get both the cathode and anode connection, the positive and negative. Whereas if you choose to connect them bottom, you're using two sides to do like to split the function in two. So for me, the top is already reserved for electrical connections. So safety wise, these cells are packed in like the, this hexagonal packing. Uh, they're very close to each other. I don't think they'll actually be touching each other. I think they'll be slightly separated just for that safety factor. And there'll be that, uh, uh, structural foam that, that goes in between them. Um, and then the, what's left is the bottom for the safety. So if I put a cooling plate there, um, first of all, like the contact with the cooling plate, like the, the bottom, we already know the bottom of the 4680 is not flat. It's not like the, the 2170, which is the, the bottom is flat. It has a geometry to it. And that geometry means that if you lay it out flat on a surface, on the bottom, there's very little of that surface touching that. So then you could say, yes, but my cooling plate could have um, the mirror image of that, you know, geometry, but then that cooling plate is becoming very expensive because you need to either cast it or, or mill it to have that geometry. And then the third thing is 
what happens if you, you hit like something on the road, like that goes under your car and it wants to puncture the pack, you could say yes, but then the, the, the cooling channels of that bottom plate offers some protection, but it will still mangle your, your batteries in some way. It'll at least displace them. And if it displaces the battery, it's messing with the connections that are on top. So ideally what you want, same as the 2170s, you want to have an air gap. So you want to have like the road, you want to have an air gap between the, the road and the bottom of the car. Then you have, want to have a metal plate, just like the 2170s. You want another air gap and then you want to have the battery modules. Because a lot of people I don't think understand that the 2170 modules are not bolted down to the pack. They're hung up on the pack. They're, they're being suspended away from the bottom of the, of the bottom plate of the pack. And maybe I'll have to cover this when I cover uh, how I think the arrangement is going to go, uh, that a lot of people think these modules just sit at the bottom plate of the pack. They don't. There's an actual air gap, and it's a whole engineering thing where these packs are hung. They're resting on one side, but they're hung on the other to give a clearance from the bottom plate uh, just in case there's an intrusion. So very similar to like a, um, a, uh, a baking sheet that, that goes on the sides of the oven. Yes. And if you look at the Berlin, you'll see uh, the, the photo I'm zooming in right now. Uh, you, you'll see that the cells, there's, there's a lot of foam underneath them. Like they don't so these of course are not like cut out cells. Like these are mock-ups that they put, but uh, you can see that there's a lot more foam at the bottom than there is at the top. Like between the top metal plate where the seats are going to be bolted versus, and, and the foam gap that's there versus the foam gap that's between the, the bottom plate where, which is road facing and the bottom of the cell, there's a lot more foam there. And this is where I'm thinking putting cooling there is probably not the, the, the smartest thing to do. Because again, if you have anything punctured, that cooling plate is going to be one massive thing. And depending how the impacts happen, it's going to distort all the cells that are in that pack. Whereas if, if you only have like structural foam, like the foam is going to get sheared off, the, but the cells are going to remain intact. So that, that, that's my line of thinking for now. But of course, we'll be addressing this into more details in future episodes. Okay. Uh, one last one, I think. Uh, yes. so. um, <laughs> based on your answer, um, the the voltage on the original eighty five kilowatt pack of the Model S was a little bit higher, almost almost exactly. I mean, very close to the four hundred marker originally, right? No, it's uh, uh, three hundred and forty six referred to as three hundred and fifty. So it's three hundred and forty six volt. It's it's still even if there's like four thousand four hundred and sixteen cells. It's, it's a 96S 46P configuration. And the 96S, as I explained, this is what determines the voltage. So if you have 96 and it's the same configuration as Sandy Monroe did, a 96S, you get to 350 volts. Okay. Okay. It, okay. The, one, one last thing then, uh, for sure. Um, okay. What about the... Like you said, for for um, issues of sides impact, yeah. Why why wouldn't you pick up, let's say, negative from one side and positive from the other side of the pack? 
and then the the wires would be your buffer. Uh, like the the current collection, uh, so so there's basically like the current collection on the cell level. So on the on the cell level, it's like done at the top, both for the twenty one seventies. It's those tiny little fuse wires that are bonded. Uh, we saw the photo from from Berlin with some sort of um, a metal bar that's either laser cut or or something like that that connects uh, that, that that makes these connections. And then you have the bus bars where you basically connect these modules or pseudo modules as you want to call them uh to connect like the positive to the negative and then you have to output at some point like the big positive of the whole pack level and the big negative of the whole pack level and these you probably don't want to run on uh, on the sides it doesn't make sense as you're making the connections and it it, w- it wouldn't provide like a good buffer it's basically just a metal bar it's not uh it, and if you look at let's say the plaid the, the plaid it's actually running uh, across the top of the pack so it's not, I, I, I don't see how that would provide any protection. Like I'm saying, it's more like if you damage a cell, like let's say impact, like a truck like slams to you at 45 degrees on, on the side, you probably want to have as much buffer as you can to prevent like those batteries from getting damaged because one damaged batteries, uh, one damaged battery can go into thermal runaway. And if it's not managed properly, it can propagate to the adjacent cells. So this is where I'm thinking the more, especially if you don't need that space, like, like I said, just by changing the orientation to zero one, you're basically saving uh, like 10 centimeters on each side. Um, I don't want to say something stupid, but even with the 960, with the 24 cell width wise, it's 962 millimeters versus... 1.127. 1.127. So yes, it's about nine centimeters each each side that you can get, which is like non neg- non non negligible. Correct. Okay. Thank no problem. You. All right, people. We've been going at it for oh, almost two hours. So. Yeah, th- thank you, Alex. You all will be receiving your Alex Corville <laughs> University degrees after episode five. That'll be exciting. <laughs> That's funny. No, seriously, I appreciate you guys. I appreciate a uh, big audience, still 80 people here, um, 81. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll be closing this down. I, I can't tell you when the next episode will be. Depends when I have time, when I figured out how I want to present it. And But looking forward to to sharing this with you in the coming weeks. And we hope to recover uh, the full episode. Hopefully that we can put it on our YouTube channel. We'll get back to you on that. Yes. So, so yeah, we had technical. Yeah, Go ahead, Jessica. Last... Did I pass? Did you pass? Oh, yeah, you passed. You got to be plus. Yeah, no. A minus, A minus, A minus. Always room for improvement. All right. Thank you, everybody. Closing the room now. Thanks okay. a lot. Have a good Bye-bye. evening.